Welcome to Kiss and Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host, Margot, and this is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. And I am so happy to be on the mic talking about this week's topic, which is a man's dating app bios, or a lot of times you could say preferences, translated. We're going to break down what his profile means and what all of these seemingly innocent quote-unquote preferences that he has actually mean so that you can be aware because some of these things seem innocent but are they actually not not too sure about that now i know a lot of us are on the dating apps i'm thinking about getting back on the dating apps i really wanted to download hinge because I don't know why. I don't know why. This is just all in my head. I literally just thought that for some reason, and I I've fucking told you guys this on the podcast. I need to take my own advice that like, they're all the same. <laughs> every single fucking dude in Tel Aviv, every single fucking guy is on every single fucking app. Okay. So I don't know what I expected the difference would be, but I guess psychologically in my head, there's just this, this fucking connotation when it comes to tinder that i just couldn't i don't know i just thought maybe the hinge profiles were better but what the fuck am i expecting like tomer to actually be better at prompts on hinge the guy can't even ask me where i'm from correctly (laughs) so why do i expect that he's going to be able to answer fucking hinge prompts more creatively Anyways, I did want to get on Hinge and just like try something new. Maybe that's what it was because I deleted Tinder like three months ago just because I, I may have mentioned this in previous episodes was just so, I could just feel this, my blood boiling when I was looking at some of these guys' profiles and it just made me feel so much it just it didn't put me in a good headspace when it came to dating it was making me more angry than it was open to cool and exciting experiences that I could be having and it was just fueling this kind of resentment and anger and I try and take my own advice I try to take the advice that I give you guys here on the podcast and mm, I'd say 95% of the time I do and when I tell you guys if dating and dating apps and the whole entire fucking scene is making you crazy then give it a break so I took my own advice and did just that and I decided that if I didn't have the apps to rely on that I would have to open myself up energetically to meeting more guys in real life so I'm doing that. But I thought, okay, I feel a little bit ready. So I'm going to try Hinge. My account got fucking banned. And this happened. This happened a while ago. This happened, I think, during lockdown, during quarantine. And I was like on like trying to talk to dudes. I don't know what the fuck happened, you guys. I don't know what happened. My account got banned. I didn't even meet a single person from Hinge back when I first downloaded it in 2020. And I think maybe what happened is that a bunch of fucking Tomers got together and maybe just like mass reported my account because they'd seen 
my TikToks making fun of Israeli guys? I do not know. I do not know. But I've heard people say that if you're going on a date with a guy and it doesn't go well, block him from the app immediately because he can go back and report you. And then there's no way for moderators on the apps to really know why somebody reported you. And because of the nature of the fact that it's a dating app and they say they want to keep people safe, which is bullshit. But their way of doing that is, is I think, just flagging people's accounts and, and banning them from the app. I have no idea why I got banned from Hinge. And I thought, okay, I got this. I got a new phone. And I knew that it wasn't going to work. Spoiler alert, I'm still banned. But I was like, maybe for my new phone it'll work. No, no, that was stupid. It's the same fucking account. It's the same phone number. You're banned, bitch. And then I feel like I got to fucking email them just to try and get my account back. Nope, no response. I got ghosted by Hinge. Like, this is fucking pathetic. Like, there's only so many support emails that a bitch can send to Walter from Hinge before I feel like just filling my vagina up with cement and giving up. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> so I've decided that I'm going to open myself up energetically to meeting new dudes. I recently joined the Soho House and... I am kind of loving this place as for, for many, many reasons. But if you don't know what the Soho House is, it's it started in the UK and it's a membership club for like creatives. Translation, since we're going to be talking about translations, it's basically like a bougie place where you can go work and drink and hang out by the pool. And... I, I very much like it and I'm working independently now. I'm a freelancer, as you guys know, or maybe you don't, but I recently started working for myself and I need a place to go work during the day and they have incredible events all the time and, you know, it's just, it's just an amazing space. But what's really fucking cool about it is that if you are a member of the Soho House, you can invite guests and it's also just a beautiful place to go and spend your time in and I've been thinking and I haven't tried this yet so stay tuned I'll report back but um I want to be able to to say to guys like hey who want to go out on dates let's go to the Soho house like meet me there I'll put your name in and then he's on my turf unless he's a member himself but if he's a member himself cool the Soho house is a great place to meet guys <laughs> straight up let's not fucking kid ourselves here so I decided that I want to try to because first of all, it's a big turnoff if a guy doesn't know where he wants to take you on a date. But if you're trying to avoid that whole awkward, like, where should we go? Where should we go? And like he maybe hasn't come up with anything. You're like, hey, how about we go to Soho House? It's a really cool spot. Then you're the member. And he's on your turf. And if the date doesn't go well, you can be like, OK, good night. Walk out. He can't get back in. So you leave, walk out, turn around, go, go fucking go back inside, baby girl. You're the member. Go get yourself another picante and call it a motherfucking day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the latest. Um, what else? 
Um, I have a sneaky link at the moment. And if you don't know what a sneaky link is, it's just a dude I'm fucking. <laughs> um, and it's not anything serious, but he's really cool. And um, I'm fond of him as a human being. So, I mean, that's something, right? Um, I was talking to him right before Shabbat and I keep Shabbat. So it means I turn my, to- my phone off for 25 hours. And so I, we were having a conversation then I turned my phone off and I turned my phone back on for Shabbat and he hadn't replied to my text message yet. And I had a couple glasses of rosé during Shabbat and then decided that I wanted to have a solo Taylor Swift dance party by myself when Shabbat ended. So I decided to text him and be like, please don't leave my texts unanswered. And like I did have a little bit of liquid courage sending that, but I was like, you know what? This is this is what I this is a boundary that I'm setting. I I want you to reply to my text messages when I send them to you. And the last text I had sent him was a question. And so I was like, I'm going to send this. Fuck it. But part of me was like, I don't want to send it. I don't want to send it. But I did. Thank you, Rosé. And I'm glad that I did because he texted me back immediately. And he was like, hey, I didn't want to. But I didn't want to bother you on Shabbat. So that's why I didn't text you back. I'm like, "Mm." my my Scorpio placements were just like, is that even true? Are you just whatever? So I was like, oh, okay, I appreciate that. But during the whole time that I was debating whether or not to send this text, I'm glad I did in the end because part of me was like, you know, I don't. It's a a casual situation. And sometimes in these situations, guys get so paranoid that you're falling in love with them i swear they're just like don't get feelings for me Uh, uh, uh." it's like bro relax please just because i tell you that i want you to reply to my text messages does not mean i'm falling in love with you so i've had that experience in the past where i've set boundaries with guys and they've tried to be like "Uh, take it easy this isn't that serious Uh, we are just casual (laughs) fuck you tomer first of all And I just want to tell this story as a reminder to all of you listening that if you set boundaries with a guy and he comes back to you with some shit like that, we're going to talk about this later in the episode when we get into the translations. Bye. If you setting a boundary makes him think that you are falling in love with him. (laughs) Oh, man. He's no good. Okay. He probably doesn't have any boundaries. Probably the type of guy that like asks his mother before he makes any major decisions and like doesn't know how to do his laundry. And his issues with boundaries probably started with his relationship with his mother, who is probably having an emotionally incestual relationship with him. So um, with that said, let's get into the meat, the topic of today's motherfucking episode, shall we? Which is dating app bios or or even more than that guys preferences translated we live in tel aviv we're translating all the time so let's unpack this language barrier shall we (laughs) okay you guys know i have to start with the guys who say good vibes only or no drama or anything like that okay we've talked about this but if you're a new listener welcome If a guy has anything like good vibes only or no drama in his profile, 
This just means that he will never hold himself accountable. He wants to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And if you try to set a boundary, which we just spoke about, he will either gaslight you and be like, why are you you falling in love with me because you want me to text you back? Or he'll just ghost you or whatever it is. No drama just means I want to be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. Because my Ema taught me that I can. Because every time I was like, as a child, Ema, Bali Bamba, she gave it to me. So because she thinks that I'm the prince of the world. And then therefore I grew up learning that I and my preferences and the things that I want and my needs are number one. And if you ever try to call me out on my bad behavior, well then, sorry, bitch, you're out of here. That's what good vibes only means. It means his vibes need to be good all the time. Everything you do needs to serve him. No drama. Because beta males... (laughs) They will categorize anything in which you hold them accountable as drama. They will hold, they will say, you're so emotional. Please don't get so emotional. When literally all you said was, hey, can you text me back in a timely manner? Like, thank you. So, yeah, that's what that means. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If setting boundaries makes him run or terrifies him, then he probably benefited from you not having any boundaries to begin with. So just keep that in mind, okay? If a guy's profile... Now, listen. This can apply across a lot of different sexualities too because I know that in the gay world especially among dudes that they have a lot of people in on grinder and this and that and, and just in in that world that and also in the straight world if a guy's profile says that he wants someone who is fit especially if he's a straight dude he means skinny he means skinny he doesn't care if you're if you're how you got that way it means that he wants a woman with a socially acceptable body type. And same for guys. Like, oh, you must be fit. It's even more crazy in the gay world. Like, all my gay friends, they have all been told by douchebags on Grinder that they're fat because they don't have an eight-pack. Any, any type of body preference, whatever, fit or active or work, somebody who works out a lot, that means that they want somebody who fits their what they believe to be a socially acceptable body type or what they think that they want to see or the type of person that they want to show pictures to their friends of and their friends won't be like oh she's fat or oh he's fat whatever whoever it is fit equals skinny especially if a straight guy's writing it now People who are very active, who work out a lot, they probably would want somebody who is as active as they are. But in most cases, you can tell if somebody's active by having a 30-second fucking conversation with them. What do you like to do? I love to work out. Sababa. Zil. You don't need to fucking put it as your dating app bio. It's just, I don't know, it's just shallow to me. Like, you can tell from somebody's fucking photos Why do you need to like make it a personality trait that you feel the need to put in your bio? You know, 
besides like half the dudes who write this shit like it doesn't matter if he is the paunchiest fucking pillsbury doughboy ass motherfucker in the world he'll still want a woman who's fit exercise workout go to gym uh, uh, uh. he's just being skinny if a guy's profile says that he wants someone with a good sense of humor oh girl you better fucking run because what he means is someone who will laugh at his jokes and his jokes are usually offensive he usually makes jokes about sexual assault or people with disabilities there was actually a study done and i can put it in the show notes where they they this fucking sur- this survey that they did, it, it wasn't even statistically significant, but it made tons of headlines because it, it confirmed to men what, that they think that they are funnier than women. And the results revealed that men told more jokes than women in relationships and rated their jokes as better. So that was the study, that men think that their stupid fucking jokes are funny. Yeah, men tell more jokes because, like, they don't want a woman who's funny. Men aren't funny. Some men are. Cool. Great. But, like, in general, I'm just like, there are funny men, okay? Hear me out. But, like, men's, men's humor, in many cases consists of making fun of other people and like calling bitches fat you know what i mean it's just like bro are you really funny do you just want a girl who's not gonna tell you that the joke that you made about the me too movement is actually really fucking hurtful that's what that means someone who will laugh at my jokes your jokes aren't funny you just want someone who will think that everything you do is great fucking loser they don't actually mean a funny woman they do not they don't another study and survey revealed study whatever i'll I'll put i'll put in the show notes revealed that men when they were asked what a good sense of humor in a partner means to them they mean someone who laughs at their jokes they didn't report that they thought that they that a good sense of humor means someone that is actually funny a woman that's funny because they don't really respect women's humor and they don't really think that women are funny as a funny woman i can tell you that um yeah <laughs> that's that's true because humor is a sign of intelligence and they don't necessarily want to be with someone who is going to be intelligent enough and and confident enough to make fun of them and potentially make them look stupid with their actual good jokes, you know? They don't actually want funny women. If a guy's profile says anything along the lines of old-fashioned or traditional or ladylike or good girl or any combo of that shit, it means he wants someone who still believes in traditional gender roles but isn't too old-fashioned that she won't suck my dick on the first date or fuck me before marriage. That's what that means. He wants a woman with a low body count but still wants her to sleep with him early on. And and this was my ex. He didn't... We didn't meet on a dating app. 
Um, but, and, and he didn't have this in his profile, but it was a preference of his. And I'll never forget that he, and I'll never make this mistake again, asked me how many dudes I had slept with. And I was honest with him because he was like one of my first boyfriends in Israel. And I just was like, thought we're in love. So I'll be honest. (laughs) Nope. Go back to the early episodes of Kiss in Tel Aviv and listen to the one that's like the one thing you should never talk about with your partner. It's body count. This dude had a much higher body count than I did at the time. I've probably like tripled his by now, but like whatever. <laughs> um, and I was honest with him. And I don't even know what I told him, but it was a number that he did not deem respectable or ladylike or acceptable in any way. And he, he, this fucking man literally told me and why he knows this about his sister. I don't know, but it's fucking disgusting. Probably because he wants to fuck her and he's secretly in love with her. He was like, why can't you be more like my sister? She have one partner her whole life and, and that's it. They're going to get married. I was like, um, you didn't seem to have a problem when I was sucking your dick and fucking you. That I, you know, how, how do you think I learned how to do all that stuff? Is it because I was with one dude? No. It's not to say that you can't be in a monogamous relationship and learn how to suck good dick. I'm just saying a bitch is well-practiced. That doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen because I, because I don't suck dick. <laughs> like, bro, you seemed pretty happy with, with my level of expertise in the bedroom. And yet you, <laughs> you want me to be more like your sister who's only had sex with one guy? Why do you know that your sister's only had sex with one guy? That's disgusting. So that's what that means. And I remember that, first of all, this guy was psycho. Obviously, it's clear. But he did mention these types of, he used this kind of language. Traditional, ladylike, good girl. It just means somebody that they can control and that has a body count that they deem acceptable. But they still want to take advantage of the fact that you'll sleep with them. They want all of the advantages of a traditional life, but the freedoms of a contemporary one. It's like, bro, nah, we're not in the fucking shtetl anymore. All right. We're in Tel Aviv in 2023. Bitches are out here sucking dick. Get over it. Okay. If you want us to suck yours well then we're going to be out here practicing, okay? So if you want tradition, go to Bnei Barak, my dude. <laughs> All right? Thank you. You can't have both. And it's funny because people are like, people. I, um, women can do this too, but a lot of times dudes are like, but these are my preferences. Like, how are you about to be pissed that somebody has a preference? I prefer that... When I order food at a restaurant, it isn't covered in parsley because I don't like parsley. But I don't go around spitting in people's food if it has parsley on it and telling them not to eat it and making it my entire personality that I don't like parsley. I just move on or I eat around it or I learn to fucking like it. Wow. 
if you have a preference for thin women or traditional women or white women or Ashkenazi women or fucking whatever it is, but you bash women, like I don't bash parsley. If you go around and bash women who look a certain way or are from a particular background, that's not a preference, dude. That's, that's an issue. That's a phobia that you need to work on. Why do you get so mad if, if, if a woman isn't the body type that you, that you deem attractive? Why are you so mad about it if it's just a preference? I, I prefer no parsley. But I live in Israel and it's fucking on everything. So I, I learned to live with it. And I, don't, I don't fucking go around making it a big deal. I'm not angry. Jesus. Why are you getting so mad about a preference if it's like not that big of a deal? If his profile says anything along the lines of not too woke or anything like that, woke, don't be too woke, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's so woke. Consciousness, this, that. He idolizes Ben Gvir. He is a BB supporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants a right wing lady he's not about that judicial reform no 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 he just no he is about that judicial reform <laughs> i didn't think about it for a second he he wants bb to just be melech haolam um if his we kind of touched on this already but if his profile says anything or he he mentions f- a preference for feminine women Guys who say that, they just, feminine to them means submissive. Someone he can control. Someone he can tell what to do. And the truth is, a lot of these are rooted in misogyny. Straight up. So, yeah. You can have your preferences. You certainly can. We all know that I... You know what, though? That's the thing about preferences. Not like I prefer a Yemenite dude with a big giant dick. I like it. I'm attracted to it. It's not like I prefer Aries men, but I'm attracted to them. But if a dude comes along and he's not, you know what I mean? It's just like preferences, preferences. It's, it's a tricky topic. It's like, where do you draw the line on being dis- like straight up discriminatory <laughs> and mean and just having a preference? Because there's things you're allowed to be attracted to. And like, I'm not trying to sit here and say, like, you need to be attracted to everybody. And if, you know, if somebody has a, a, a particular look that you're not attracted to, you need to force yourself to be attracted to it. No, that's not what this is meant to sound like. I'm just saying that beware of some of these because they, they aren't necessarily rooted in in something innocent. You can have you can have a thing for redheads. Cool, great. That's a thing for redheads. But are you gonna go bashing everybody else who doesn't have red hair? Like, fuck those fucking blonde bitches. No, you're not. Also, I'm so sorry. At the beginning of this podcast, before we got into the preferences, I forgot to mention that this episode was inspired by a TikTok creator named Celia Regina. Her username is Celia Regina 275 on TikTok. And I just want to give her a shout out because this was very much inspired by a video of hers that I saw. 
she's an awesome creator and she breaks down a lot of these different things and her videos are just very, very cool. So I want to thank her and give her credit for inspiring this episode. Celia Regina 275 on TikTok. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing well. Let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. If you have other dating app bios or men's preferences or women's preferences or gay people or they thems girls gays theys whoever's preferences I don't give a fuck you know that you want translated and what that means to you all right I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of kiss and tel aviv I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day week month minute hour life And we will catch you little hookers, whores, prostitutes, and slaps in the next episode of Kiss and Tel Aviv. Bye for now. Mwah.